Hey, Faithful, are you facing challenges getting new clients for your business? Power Brand Systems is changing the game for many businesses like yours. Score touchdowns worth of quality leads with their innovative online marketing tools. And also, I got to say this. The owner is part of the faithful, close friend of mine. He helped build the 49ersrush.com, which is feeding my family. Whether you're aiming to skyrocket your business visibility with high converting ads, stand out on Google searches, or gather five-star reviews, Power Brand Systems has got your back. And my favorite thing about what they do, they have a social media planner feature that's a true game changer. I've been using it post flow effortlessly across various social media accounts. You won't find this level of convenience anywhere else. And on top of that, you can try it for 14 days completely risk-free. Visit powerbrandsystems.com slash john j-o-h-n that's powerbrandsystems.com slash john to get started today because let's face it when it comes to boosting your business why make it complicated keep it simple keep it smart here's to your unstoppable success say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. And I know we're a little early today. I just didn't want to wait anymore. I had my show prep done. I've got my videos clipped. I've got my notes and all that stuff done. I wanted to talk 49ers. And if you guys have been following us at all this week, you know I've been a little chippy. And it just, I don't know. It's just carrying forward. I don't know if it's the playoffs. I, I don't know if it's, you know, all the teams that lost. I don't know if it's the Packers, you know, they, their fans and players starting to talk a little bit too much. I don't know what it is, but it's playoffs. I think part of it is we didn't get 49ers football last week. 
And so it's like, all right, let's, let's, let's get, let's jump in. Let's set the record straight. Let's provide context to some of these arguments we've been making and maybe even dispel some of the arguments that are being made by others out there. Um, so excited about this today. Re- re- really, really glad everybody's with me. Appreciate all the hashtag CCs. You guys are the best. Appreciate you guys, Jerry. He, he says, hashtag CC. I'm excited to see the Cowboys and Eagles both stayed with their head coaches. I can't believe it, man. Jerry's going to Jerry. I, I I don't know. Now, the official word on Sirianni hasn't taken place yet. They're meeting today. This is Thursday, right? They're meeting today, and he's got to basically come up with a way to save his job. He's got to come with a plan on how to turn things around, what coordinators are going to hire outside the building, give a plan, all that stuff. So it's not like Sirianni's back, but it seems like he is going to be back. And Mike McCarthy, good gosh. I wish I had the blind confidence that that man has in himself and his team. All he does is lay turds on the field repeatedly, and it's just an absolute joke. But I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. And with McCarthy back, that means Dak's back. That means no playoff threat whatsoever from the forty uh, from the Cowboys for a very long period going forward. They're just not winners. They don't have the mindset. They don't have the poise whenever pressure moments step up. And, and so I think that's huge. And, you know, Jerry Jones, I know he puts on a front like he always wants to win and whatever else. No, he doesn't. Yeah, winning be nice, but he just wants money. That's all he cares about. Skeletor is after one thing and one thing. And literally, the dude paid his birth daughter to stay away from him. Um, that's not allegedly. That's actually out there and been proven. But the dude just, yeah, whatever. They're terrible, terrible franchise, terrible people. I love it. Love to see it. What's up, RTP? Glad to have you guys with me. Uh, love all these hashtag CCs. And we're also live on Instagram right now. I've got the Instagram feed up. And, uh, you know, that's a new thing that we're able to start doing now. So I'm pretty excited about that. I love it. Um, and so I'll get through some of these Instagram comments. If you guys tag me on there, I'd love to be pulling that up as well. But, uh, for everybody else that's here, just want to say thank you. Really appreciate all the support. You know, I do kind of have to start off by a little bit of bad news, which I've talked about recently. Uh, we're not throwing a tailgate this weekend. Much, you know, I'm a little disappointed. The 49ers reached out, asked us to uh, stop. Uh, They said we got too big. So there is no 49ers rush road trip uh, in the blue lot this week. So everybody's been refunded. Um, I emailed everybody out that was there. But for anybody that was planning just to come and buy tickets on site, we're not going to be there. I'm just going to be a fan this week, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, A little upset with kind of how things go. But it doesn't really affect us. Long term, uh, we're already planning stuff for the Super Bowl. Uh, we're getting a lot of stuff out there. So, yeah, kind of a bummer, but I still love the 49ers in this organization. You know, I've worked with them in the past and really disappointed in their answer and kind of what they're the way they're handling things. But that's OK. Uh, we're moving forward. And, you know, just in this short time, we have already got plans up for next year. So if you're a fantasy football fanatic, we've got the best party in the world for you. Love 49ers and fantasy? We have the perfect thing for you. We are putting together the first ever 49ers Rush exclusive fantasy draft live in Vegas in a presidential suite that overlooks the strip. It's We're, we're not pulling any strings. It's going to be absolutely incredible. We're going all out. So it's going to be you know hosted by myself, yours truly. 
We're going to have our own personal bartenders. We're going to have our own, you know, hostesses that are helping, you know, as players make their picks, put everything out there, and the prizes are going to be great. Custom framed 49ers memorabilia to the winner. Um, And if you do win, you get to come back next year for free, completely free. So head over to the49ersrush.com. Get your ticket. Uh, With your ticket, it's you and a plus one that gets to come party. Unlimited drinks, top shelf, um, food, snacks, all those different things are going to be included. Talk about a night to remember in Vegas, and it's going to be on August, Saturday, August 31st. Man, you got to come out and party with us. It's going to be great. Hopefully, you get to come out the49ersrush.com to go get tickets. All right, shout out to my man, Chris Kemp. Appreciate the super chat. He says, morning, sir. How's the pup? The puppy is great. Uh, for those of you that don't know, maybe don't follow me on social. Uh, the pup was sick last week. It was We were pretty worried about her, but thankfully, she's good. Everything's back to normal. We got pretty lucky, so we're very, very thankful for that. But appreciate you, Chris. You're the absolute freaking man. Um, yeah, you're awesome. You're awesome. So thank you so much. Now, let's talk Niners, okay? let's jump in with, I think, the best news that we could have possibly had yesterday. Trent Williams announces early he's coming back next year. You know, there was a little bit of a hiccup last year with, you know, he was thinking about it, whatever else. There were a lot of, it's rough being who Trent Williams is in his career. He's never been a part of a contender. He's never was on an all-pro team until he joined the 49ers. And you look at his age and kind of what he's been through with the cancer scare, the surgeries, the back and forth with the helmet issue, and the Washington organization that's just dog trash. Like, he's been through some things. He's long in the tooth for sure. So last year there was a little bit of a hiccup, a delay in if he was coming back or not. And it was scary. It reminded me a little bit of the Joe Staley thing where Joe Staley retired right before the draft and it was just like oh man nobody knew about it whatever else but now he has come back and said he's coming back and i think so much of that has to do with brock purdy you know not only is this locker room and everything and coaching and whatever else incredible having a stable young quarterback on a rookie contract means this year we're already seeing it we're the best team or the second best team we're one of the top teams in football we're the one seed you know all those different things next year why why would it change you have your core under contract, even Brandon Ayuk, which, you know, he's he's under contract. His fifth-year option for $15 million has been picked up. So Trent sees, look, this isn't a one-year thing. This is multiple-year thing. We'll see how much we can keep him, but it's nice to know, regardless of what happens here, Trent Williams coming back next year, the best left tackle in football. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, news. And so – it's weird because the Niners haven't played in two weeks, and we just keep getting good news. Cowboys lose. Eagles lose. Rams lose. Cowboys keep their coach. Looks like the Eagles are going to keep their coach. Belichick retires. Pete Carroll's done. Like, just great news on great news. And now we get everybody's back healthy. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Trent Williams, he come back next year. And so it's like, yeah, short term, all great things. But, man, ugh. Oh, yeah. Uh, right here, JP. Yeah, we need to talk, man. JP is one of the most gracious human beings that's ever existed. He was the one that offered up um, extra tailgates through trivia and all that stuff. We'll talk. Uh, we could do a simple, like, refund or we can pass it on. We'll talk, man. Uh, we got each other's numbers. We'll, t- we'll talk. Uh, appreciate all the hashtag CCs. Love this, love this, love this. Eddie G, what's up, man? How you doing? Mike C, uh, glad to hear the dog is good. That's fun. 
right here. VZ says, uh, don't bet on that. Storm's coming. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We, we got some trash talk in the, 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 the chat, which I like. Crypto Niner says he really wanted Pete to stay. I did too. But, man, it looks like it looks like Dan Quinn might be the head coach. That's my betting favorite, which I would love of the Seattle Seahawks. He cannot – the defensive adjustments, that's not to say. He's a good coach, not against the Shanahan scheme. He gets blown out by any Shanahan scheme. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later, the, how the Shanahan scheme just keeps expanding. Now, the best news would be Seattle Seahawks hire Dan Quinn. The worst news would be Seattle Seahawks hire Bobby Slowick. Offensive coordinator for the Texans. That's what I do not want. So, right, there's two sides to every coin. Man, I hope this happens. Man, I hope this doesn't happen. I, I don't want Bobby Slowick in the NFC West. I really, really don't. Not that I'm, like, scared of him or anything like that. But you have a defensive scheme if they hire Dan Quinn that we know we can destroy repeatedly. It, it's not even, and he's not a good coach whenever it comes down to the playoffs. A lot of people want to talk about the 3 28 game and put that on Kyle Shanahan. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, some of it is on Kyle. And our criticisms of Kyle in those situations, we've gone through those in spades. But Dan Quinn, too, that defense, dog trash down the stretch, that's got to play into it as well. It, it just does. It's both and not either or. All right. The bye week is completed. The 49ers had their first practice on Tuesday. Um, you know, Wednesday, they had their second practice. Everybody was back. Literally every single person was back except one. That's Cleveland Farrell, who's already been determined out this week. Now, some of the players that were kind of iffy, Drake Greenlaw, um, George Odom, they were a little bit on the fence. And, you know, we heard yesterday from the man Steve Wilkes, who I can never talk enough about how much I love his press conferences. He talked yesterday about Drake Greenlaw and kind of where he is because his Achilles has been acting up. Yesterday, he didn't practice. Um, but today, here we go. Uh, he, he's looking good. I mean, he's up, you know, what I call uh, ready to go. Greenlaw, to me, is just one of those warriors, man. He He's going to be ready to play at any time. We got to make sure we protect him against himself. Uh, so yesterday he had some time off, and today he was back at it, and uh, he's going to be ready to play. I have no reservations about the matchup with him nor Fred, uh, you know, on their tight ends. And as you've seen us in the past, we, you know, we run with receivers down the middle of the field as well. So these guys are very talented, and uh, again, it's going to be a tough task for us. Football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, it's, they're talented, all those things. But the thing you got to take away, Dre Greenlaw, if you know me, you know my love of Dre Greenlaw, just how impactful he is. You look at what he has to go up against. Look, Fred Warner. He's responsible for the middle of the field and coverage. That's what he does. He drops deep when we do our Tampa two sets. uh, Like he's the coverage guy. Who is Dre Greenlaw? He's the running back guy. He's the one responsible for those things. He's assigned to Aaron Jones more than anybody else this week. Him being out there and being ready to go. It's paramount. It really, really is. It is absolutely paramount. So the fact that you get Greenlaw out there, that's huge. He's good to go. Uh, the videos and clips of him practicing and stuff were great. That was wonderful to see. Um, George Odom helping with special teams. We'll see if he gets activated, all those different things. Um, and, and then the next thing that I want to talk about is just kind of safeties because as I'm building my game plan tomorrow, we're going through our first scouting report, predictions, bets, all that kind of stuff. But as I'm building it, I'm constantly jumping back and forth between kind of a self-scout mindset and, you know, seeing what the Packers are doing. How can the Packers win this game? And that's the constant like, okay, all their fans are talking trash. Now their players are talking trash, all that stuff. That's cool. That's awesome. You you think you're the seventh seed? I like that they're not just like going into this with their fingers crossed. I, I respect that. I, I love track talk, uh, trash talk. It's my It's my love language. I, it's it's come on man um i was raised in the 90s <laughs> you know we literally grew up in texas and every single you know i'd walk with my best friends to school every single day and we played football together since we were kids all the way through high school and all we did was talk trash nonstop about whose team's the best and all that stuff so i hear this and i love it but the whole idea of, of this little section here is how does Green Bay beat the 49ers? The number two safety. What's going to happen there? Do you go with the vet, Logan Ryan? Do you go with the rookie who's missed some time, Jair Brown, who I freaking love? Um, yeah, he's had some rookie moments. But here is Steve Wilkes talking about, he was asked, what are you going to do at that number two safety spot? With Jair Brown, the rookie, do you go with the vet, Logan Ryan? Here's what Wilkes had to say. Well, uh, again, they both uh, are looking well in practice. Jair's bounced back, as you just talked about. He's looking good. You know, Logan has been consistent. You know, they both dealing with a little bit of uh, injuries and whatnot. But uh, thus far this week, I haven't seen any setbacks, so that's encouraging. You know, uh, Logan is a guy that's been there. You know, he's you know he's had the experience. Uh, he's played in two Super Bowls. Postseason is something that's just not unusual to him. Uh, but also, when you look at Jair, uh, it's not too big for him. You know, being able to come in and fill the shoes of Huff, uh, you know, all-pro player uh, that went down, unfortunately, uh, Jair didn't blink, and uh, he's doing a great job. So uh, it's good to be in that situation to have these guys uh, available. Yeah, you got both. I think it'd, I'd go Jair Brown. That's just what I would do. Match speed and youth and athleticism with speed, youth, and athleticism. 
Not that if Logan Ryan's out there, I would be disappointed. That's not it at all. But you got to be sound. Consistency, you heard it from the man himself. Just got to be consistent. And we've had great games from Jair Brown. We've had rough games. The, the good games came when he was prepared. The Seahawks, right? That Those are two best games were the two Seahawks games. Now he's got time to prepare because the Niners have been watching film on these guys for a while. So they know what's coming on. And so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, right here, another super chat from We Walked on the Moon. Uh, appreciate you. He says, we are getting so healthy. I'm ready for some bully ball on Saturday, John. You are exactly correct. You go out there and you impose your will. Who is paramount in bully ball? Dre freaking Greenlaw. Who's number one? Dre Greenlaw. Number two, probably George Kittle. Then you got Juwan Jennings. He's back. He hasn't been playing, right? You're, you're getting some of these guys back that are just ferocious. Jair Brown can hit. And, and so we haven't seen a lot of that, but... Guys like Demo, look what he did to the Eagles guy, DeAndre Swift. Are you kidding me? Whew. Yeah, absolutely love it, man. And so the Niners being healthy is huge. Now, one player who is healthy was not activated. That's Danny Gray. He is not going to be able to play. His 21-day activation window has expired, which means now he is no longer. He's in the realm of Cameron Latu. He's on the team. But he doesn't count against the 53, and he's not allowed to be activated and play at all this year. Now, a couple ways you could look at this. One, Danny Gray's a bust. It was his second year, whatever else. He had a really good training camp, but then he got injured. They got put on um, IR, and he could have came back at any time. But Ronnie Bell did good as the punt returner. That's debatable. But he did very well as the backup wide receiver, which Danny Gray was that role behind IU last year. Ronnie Bell did fine in that role. Not great. But fine. So now, Danny Gray, here's the good news. His contract tolls ahead one year. Every rookie that gets signed gets a four-year deal. Okay? You're under contract for four years. However, because he was never activated this year, that four years becomes five. Because that second year doesn't count. So he still is under contract for three more rookie years. So now you have him for five years. So a little bit more development. He's got speed. Training camp was good. He just got hurt um, in that last preseason game on the kickoff return. He got tackled out of bounds. And so we'll see. He's got time to develop. It's a rookie contract. Doesn't cost us. He'll be on the 90 man next year. So he's done for the playoff run. But, hey, this year just paused. That's all it is. So uh, rooting for the best for everybody, especially all our Niners. We'll see um, what happens next year. Uh, we'll see. There's going to be some turnover there but he's going to have to compete and come out and do his thing. Now, if we look at the Packers' health, they're not practicing this week. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it plays out for how it plays out for them. Like this is rough. Like they're just doing non-padded walk-through practices only all week. There's rust and then there's fresh and then there's this. It's different. It's different, and so I, I I don't I don't know, man. Um, now even in their practices this weekend, they're just doing walkthroughs. Some of their studs still aren't even playing. Jair Alexander, who's their best secondary player, not playing. AJ Dillon, who's their second best running back, he's a starter just like Aaron Jones is. Um, he's not playing either. Kingsley Inigbare tore his ACL and MCL. He's done for the postseason, but they have to list him as do not play. Everybody else was limited or full, but 
Jair Alexander is paramount. Again, back to this question. How could the Packers win this game? Jair's going to have to ball out. He's going to have to shut down Brandon Ayuk or Debo or somebody, and that might not even be enough to do it. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Rick, appreciate you, man. He says, keep it up, John. Just saying, uh, he keeps saying it. I'm hearing you can't, oh, I'm hearing you can't hear you. It's true, the 49ers are right. Oh, there we go. I got you. I understood what you're saying. Got to keep doing what you're doing. The, the Niners are right where they want to be. They've done everything that they needed to do. Health-wise, check. Home field advantage, check. Rest, check. You know, Everything's there. And, you know, it's funny because Kyle Shanahan was, like, asked, and I thought this was a weird clip. They weren't supposed to be here, the Packers. Now, they've done great with what they've been dealt. But the Packers were a bad team all year. And then they started picking up speed towards the end. They got one of the most favorable schedules ever down the stretch. They played nobody. But they took advantage of the opportunity that was presented in front of them. And here's Kyle Shanahan talking about how he was surprised they were even in the playoffs. I would say so before um, we got into the playoffs just because, um, you know, we hadn't really studied Green Bay and watched them. Um, once we had those 10 days to kind of view a lot of people, it's then you realize that they had a good shot. I mean, it was didn't know who was going to win. But so it didn't surprise me what happened. Um, Dallas is a good team. So, you know, just the way it started out was a little surprising. But once you watch the tape and you really get into Green Bay and you really think of their numbers and you really watch their players and how they're doing it, um, it doesn't surprise me at all now. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise you now. And they are playing very, very good football. Like, that is awesome. And you've got to be able to look at them and just say, like, look, they're taking advantage of their opportunity. They're the first ever seven seed to ever win a playoff game. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, throat's getting a little dry. But first ever seven seed. That's great. The Cowboys making first and making dreams come true. They're like the Make-A-Wish Foundation of the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys are. Just helping these teams out. Now, <clears throat> you look at the Packers and what they bring to the table. They're good. They're very good. They're young. They're very young. They're the youngest team in the NFL. They have the least amount of playoff experience. I, I outlined all this on the last episode where it's like, man, they've got, I think, six starters who have taken part in two or more playoff wins. We have 18 out of 22 that have four or more playoff wins. So it's just different. Here's Brock Purdy talking about going into his second year in the playoffs versus first year. I feel like it's a little different, you know, just last year, you know, still trying to find my way in a sense. Um, you know, I got thrown in towards the end of the year. And and so every single week I was, you know, still trying to play good and, and learn, you know, who I was as a quarterback and, and obviously get more familiar with playing within the system. So those are all things that were sort of on my plate last year. And, and then um, obviously trying to win every single week and get this team to the to the end. Um, and so now I guess this year, just being more familiar with the offense, who I am and all that. Um, it's, a little, it's a little different, um, but it's good to sort of, you know, watch the games from last year and sort of remember, you know, just the, the feeling and the emotions of, you know, playing in a playoff game. Um, it's, it's good. It's, it's, you know, huge for me as a quarterback to, you know, go back to those moments and sort of remember what it feels like. So um, those are things that I'm sort of banking on. And, and so, like, look, you, you applaud where applause is earned. And what they did, the Packers did last week, was awesome. Now, it's a little different. 
We're not the Dallas Cowboys. We are a team that is built for the playoffs. Look at what the Cowboys have done in the playoffs since that coaching staff or roster has been assembled. And look at the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan's 3-0 and in the division round. 3-0 and in the division round. Run the ball. Good defense. Don't turn the ball over from a quarterback standpoint. That's what you do. That's not who the Packers are. They run the ball. They don't turn the ball over. They don't have a good defense. They have a terrible defense, in fact. It's one of the worst defenses, which is funny to me because this week you got Devontae Wyatt, their defensive tackle, coming out talking trash. And, like, again, talking trash is my thing. Like, I love it. I really, really do. But he's not the one that should be talking trash. He's not good. In fact, he's bad. In fact, he's really bad. So, You've heard the sound clips and all that stuff. I'll, I'll read the exact quote just because I don't want to misquote him here uh, before I make fun of him. Quote, this is Devontae Wyatt, the defensive tackle for the Packers. Quote, when D linemen just get pressure into him, talking about Brock Purdy, he's always throwing off or it's behind them or it's overthrown or short. When you get pressure on him, it's a guarantee we'll get a turnover. End quote. Now, it makes sense for Devontae Wyatt to talk trash about the pass game because he's so terrible against the run game. How terrible is he, John Chapman? Well, I will tell you. Thank you for asking. He is currently ranked. <laughs> this is I'm not exaggerating. He is currently the number 161st defensive tackle. This isn't even including defensive ends. This is just defensive tackles. There's two, sometimes three. On a team, 161st against the run for the season. It's not a small sample size. Why is this dude talking? Why? I, I don't understand. 161st defensive tackle against the run, and it doesn't even stop there. The one thing that he is good at, best in the NFL, and got to give him credit here, Devontae White is the best defensive tackle in the NFL. At what you say, miss tackles. That's right. This dude, who's talking trash against our quarterback, is the NFL leader of all the defensive tackles and missed tackles with 13. Way to go, buddy. Salute to you. So talk your trash. I, I just don't understand. Why would you do this? Like, like I, I, I love confidence. It's like what I said about Mike McCarthy. Like, you suck so bad, yet he goes out there. I forget his quote that he had this week or that he had today, just like, I'm really confident in the way, the direction we're going. And it's like, the direct, you're going to Cabo. Like, that's the direction you're going. You're going home. You're going south for the winter. That's what you do because you don't <laughs> do well in the playoffs. But, like, you got this guy, Mike McCarthy, that's like, yeah, we're good. I like the way we're going, even though I should have been fired two years ago. And then you got this guy, Devontae Wyatt, who, man, might be a great guy. I don't know. But just, like, if I was his teammate – I would just be like, Devontae, why the hell would you say that? Why would you say that? Did you see what they did to the Eagles after them talking all that trash? You literally ruined the damn franchise. Now you're going out there talking to these guys? Literally, the dude talked trash. Trent Williams said, I'm coming back for another year like six hours later. Thanks, Devontae Wyatt. Dumbass. Like, it, and, and I'm sorry. Like, this has nothing to do with his character or whatever else. I'm just saying, if you are this bad, why open your mouth against the juggernaut? I don't know, man. Yeah, right, Luke, 161. 
161. That's just defensive tackles. I wonder, you know what? We can make this worse. I'm, I'm doing this live on air. I don't give a damn. If we're looking at all defensive linemen, okay? So, like, every single, this is defensive ends. This is, you know, the, the whole thing. Uh-oh, let's see if I can get this going. I was, I'm over here talking trash. Let's look at the run defense and kind of where he ranks. Now, he's got a 44.6 grade. Oh, it only goes, okay, we're, we're past 200, and I'm still scrolling. There we go, 44.6 grade. He is ranked the number 340. 340 defensive linemen against the run in the entire NFL. And it's not like he's great at something else. It's not. Like, he does have, like, okay, let's get, he's got a good pass rush grade, 68, something that's pretty good. It's above average. But it's just like, come on, man. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. This, this, this is weird. Right here, VZ says, hey, John, why is it anyone talking trash about the Texans and Ravens and Stroud? Well, because they have a good coaching staff that's, like, keeping them calm, cool, collected. I do think that the Packers have a good coaching staff. We'll talk about that next. But it's like, yeah, right here. Why does everyone hate on us? Like, why would you? I think a lot of it is the Niners are seen as the bullies. The Niners are seen as, you know, they are the cream of the crop. Three out of four NFC championships, you know, in the past four years. That's impressive. And right here, Dia just says, just use the hate as fuel. That's right. Tackling fuel. Um, <laughs> that's what's up. Frenzy, Devontae Wyatt has got to be the dumbest defensive tackle of the league, especially when you realize he leads all defensive tackles and miss. Now, to be fair, if I was him and I'm lining up against Jake Brindle, all right, that would give me confidence. I like Brindle, but he's not a tough guy. John Feliciano, though, that dude's mean. Spencer Burford, though, that dude's mean. Not as consistent, but those are like, those are mean dudes. You know what I mean? What's up, Mario? How we doing? DJ Super in the house. I love it, dude. Uh, he's he's awesome. So it, it, that's the, the title of the show. Thank you, Gregus. Did the Packers forget about the 49ers? Because I know they're new, and they're inexperienced, and they're one of the youngest teams, but, like, this coaching staff been around. This coaching staff been through some 49ers playoffs. None of them have gone well. Not one. Not good. Uh, Greg says, the Packers may not remember, but after Saturday, they'll never forget. Ooh, I love that. Ooh. Uh, and so, like, I, I don't know. And here's the thing. Yes, we walked on the moon. They're talking about us because of recency bias. That Ravens game was seen by everybody. Second most watched game this year. And it pissed me off. I was there for that game. Paid a lot of money to bring my whole family out. And we got embarrassed. But... You got to look at other games. If you just look at the 49ers versus Ravens and then the Packers versus the Cowboys, I get why you would feel that way. I totally do. But why don't you look at you, the Packers defense made Tommy DeVito an actual thing. He beat them. You got beat by DeVito? Like really? And you're coming out talking about us? You got beat by Tom DeVito. And you want to talk trash on Brock Purdy. What the hell, man? Somebody make it make sense. Because it just doesn't. It does not make sense. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. You look at this Green Bay team. And you could talk about 
You, there's just more than one year. You beat the freaking Chicago Bears by one touchdown to get into the playoffs, and you were at home. That was week 18. So if we're sticking with the recency bias, that happened two weeks ago, man. Now, you could say, well, yeah, you lost to the Rams. We didn't play our starters. We didn't play our starters. I, I don't, You, in a must-win game, you went out there and you put up 17 points. They won. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's It's funny to me. And right here, yeah, Elliot, you know, had so many mistakes, almost came back. Packers forgot who we are. And look, flex on that Cowboys win, they should. But you still gave up over 500 yards. You still gave up 32 points. And all the Packers fans are in my mention saying, yeah, but we had our backups in. So we had our backups in too, and we still won 42 to 10. Not that this win over them and that win over them, you compare those, but it's like, if this is your flexing moment, just understand the 49ers have that plus more. The 49ers have won one game this year within a touchdown, and that was when Sean McVay kicked a field goal at the expiring moment of the game to cover the spread. Every game the 49ers win, they boat race people. We don't win close games. We don't win close games like you did against the Bears in a must-win situation. We don't win close win games like you did against the Panthers. You won by three. The Panthers scored 30 points against you. That was December 24th. You gave them an early Christmas present by letting them run all up and down your defense. They had almost 400 yards against you. The Panthers, they scored 30 points once this year, and it was against your sorry defense. Come on, man. They ain't even talking about Tammy DeVito. The Bucks beat you by 14. That was in December. Danny DeVito beat you by two points. That was in December. So if we're talking recency, come on, man. It hasn't even been a full month yet since these things have happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I do like that the Niners don't talk trash. I love that, and you, you know, you, you can. There's a lot, but like right here, listen to Brock Purdy, um, talking about Jordan Love. Uh, I haven't met him. Um, I know guys that have. Um, and everyone respects him. I respect him, obviously, for what he's done and. Um, just the situation that he's been in, you know, playing behind Aaron for a number of years and um, and then coming in and, and, you know, sort of proving to himself and everybody, like, who he is. So definitely respect his story and his game and everything and, and how he's handled himself. So that you, you see the difference. I'm not saying every single Packers player is out there talking trash. They're not. They're not. And the loud ones get the most attention. I understand that. But – just the perme the culture that's the difference and you've got guys Brock Purdy leads this culture man we're not out there you know talking trash before the game and all that stuff and being disrespectful listen to our offensive kind of run game specialist Chris Forster and this is you keep hearing you heard Fred Warner talk about it on the Warner podcast. You're hearing everybody. Any given Sunday is a real thing. Once you're in this thing, you just don't know how it's going to turn. And the team that gets hot, the team that's playing well, you take care of the football this time of year, you're going to have a chance. And Green Bay's doing all the right things right now. And there's not, not a surprise that they won the game. They did more things well in that game and were able to come away with the win. I, You just keep getting all these different things about how everything – is it's just respect any given Sunday. Everything's fine. Like, look, they're great and whatever else, and that's cool. 
but we're just going to keep doing our thing and we are who we are there. And that's the way that you handle things. Don't act like this is your first trip for Devontae Wyatt's first trip. It's his first trip and he's acting like it. Experience matters. And whatever you have all these guys in the 49ers locker room that have been doing this for a long damn time, that matters as well. And that's what's coming across between these teams. It's showing. It's showing right here. Elliot, appreciate you in the super chat. It says Packers aren't better than the Seahawks. You saw what happened to them 38 to 10 Niners, uh, backups by the fourth quarter. I do think that the Packers offense is good. And in tomorrow's show, we're going to detail full scouting report, offense, defense, best matchups, you know, where to exploit, what they're good at, tendencies, all that stuff. That's tomorrow's show. Their offense is on par. It's not as good as the 49ers, but it's on par. It's it's an above-average offense. Their defense has never been on par. It's bottom five in the league. It's bottom five in the league. It, 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 <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? They're not that good. Now, what I want to do now is I, I want to transition and I, I want to put everything into perspective with the rest of the NFL playoffs and kind of the spreads of the four games that we have in the divisional round. Now, if you haven't bet with us this year, I don't know what you're waiting on because we've been doing pretty good. Last week, we were a little below average, but this week I'm excited to bounce back and on the year we've been up. If you haven't bet yet, this is how you do it. Gear up, sports fans. The NFL playoffs are here, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. There has never been a better time to get into the action with my bookie. Now, don't just watch. Score big. Boosted odds. Huge huge prize contests. The filling of the Super Bowl. Even before it hits, you can already start to enjoy that. And whether you're a seasoned pro, ready or ready to roll for the first time betting, my bookie is your ticket to turning your sports knowledge into cold, hard cash. It's the largest online casino of odds, contests, Vegas-style casino games, ultimate destination for fun, all types of fun, 24-7, right at your fingertips. Now, if you've been waiting, now is the time to get into the action. Because if you jump in and you start to make a winning move today with my bookie, use promo code 49ERS or this promo code QR code right next to my right, they're going to claim your deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's right. Promo code 49ers for an opportunity to boost your betting power. Rollovers do apply. If you have questions, please ask them. But experience the thrill of sports betting right in the comfort of your home because you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere. Wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Join today and be part of the winning team. There we go. Now, before we jump into some of those, I got a good friend here, DJ Primo. He's a diehard Packers guy. Uh, I've won some money off him in the past on our Niners Packers bets in the past. Uh, I don't know if we're going to re-up this one, but he, I love this comment because this is this is true. This is 100% factual. Favre owned the Niners. Yeah, he won a lot of games against the Niners. You remember the 90s? That was rough. Niners owned Rodgers. He went 0-4 against us in the playoffs. Love's a new story. That is true. Love and Brock have not played against the opposing team in the playoffs. Packers didn't make it last year. Um, that we don't know we don't know and now and my thing is okay if if the if the context of the argument is quarterbacks who's better who's whatever i think they're both playing on par right now with each other i think they're both so damn good that i'm not sure you know i would personally love has way more 
you know, talent. He was a first-round pick, right? Body, arm strength, all those different things. He's a year older. But experience-wise, actually, Purdy has more playoff wins and all that stuff. So I, But they're close. They're close. The difference, the difference is Brock Purdy gets to go against the Packers' defense, and Jordan Love has to go against the 49ers' defense. That's why whenever I hear the constant conversation about Purdy versus Love, I don't mind that being a wash. Like, or if you want to give the slight tick to Love and how he's playing right now, I disagree with that. But I would, my, I'll, I'll concede that point. We're not the Dallas Cowboys defense. We're not soft. We don't lead. That we don't have the busted coverages that they do. So it will. And if you look at the way in which I love DJ. DJ's a great dude. We we like to talk trash, and he can handle it. And great guy. Um. But like, if you look at Jordan Love versus Zone, Nick Winkler, or Nick Wagner, I'm sorry, uh, put this out. Um, versus Zone, Jordan Love on the season, he's got a 62.4 QBR, eight touchdowns, ten interceptions. That's his this year, 2023 against Zone. The 49ers are one of the most zone heavy defenses, and we do it better than almost anybody else out there. And so that's one of those things. Like, all right, cool. I don't mind if you're saying Jordan Love's playing better than Brock Purdy right now. I, I disagree with it, but I think you can make a legit logical argument for why that is the case. No problem there. However, Brock gets to play against the Packers defense. Love has to play against the Niners defense. And as my man Seattle Faithful says, so their defense is not good. No, it's not. In fact, it's really, really bad. Now... Let's jump over to the spreads this week because depending on where you're at, uh, the different books, the 49ers are bouncing back and forth between 9.5 to 10 points, back and forth. So the 49ers are 9.5 to 10 points favorites against the Packers. The Ravens, the other one seed, they're 9 to 9.5 point favorites against the Texans. Lions, they're up pretty big currently on the Bucs. Uh, that's bounced up considerably to nine to nine and a half points versus the Bucks and the Bills minus two and a half against the, the, the Chiefs. So if you want to bet with my bookie, uh, make sure you use promo code 49ers. They even have a, a bonus NBA bet. I don't bet NBA just because I don't know it. So I only bet what I know. But if you bet 20 on the NBA this Thursday today, when the show aired, you get a $10 free bet for next Tuesday's NBA matchup. So that's something they, they got going over there. Go check that out. So, I do think that it is one of those things, though, when we talk about kind of what's going on with the Packers and the overall thing. The 49ers have won three consecutive division games. Three consecutive. And Jordan Love never played against the Niners defense. Well, he did in the mop-up duty, and he threw three picks. I think it was two years ago. I don't remember how many years ago. Um, but, yeah, like... I, I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll kind of have to see what that looks like. Um, and so now somebody said that he's, uh, let's see here. I, I missed the comment, but somebody's saying that Jordan Love's good against zone now. He has been better. Jordan Love has improved dramatically. Those are the stats for the whole year. Uh, he has thrown one interception in, you know, five games. So that's impressive. And whoa, 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 whoa. Michael, appreciate you, man. Glad you're here. Packers better quarterback and receivers. Man, I don't know what she's smoking up there, but that's crazy talk. Do they have good receivers? Yes. If you want to say that the quarterbacks are equal, sure. I don't think anybody in the world, anybody in the world would take 
would, would sit there and look at Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and say, nah, I'm going to go with these young pups. That's not possible. Uh, the best wide receiver out of both teams is Brandon Ayuk. The second best wide receiver out of both teams is Debo Samuel. If you want to talk about the next best receiving option, it'd be George Kittle. And the best receiving running back maybe in the past 20 years, Christian McCaffrey. So I, I don't know. Uh, if you want to say love's better than Purdy, that's your argument. I think that you could make that debate. I don't agree with it. But come on, man. You talk about receivers and you're going to say Ayuk and Debo. Man, dude, that's not even – like I, I think you're just trolling. That's okay. I respect the troll. Respect it, man. Uh, I, I respect that, but God, no. <laughs> There's no way in hell, man. Um, anyway, now if you're wanting to go to this game, this is something we've never done before. We are doing a raffle, um, which, which I'm pretty excited. We're giving away two tickets, two 50-yard line club seats, row 17. These are over $1,000 now, um, wherever you want to buy them. $25 for every single chance. We're giving these away tomorrow, so this is kind of your last chance to jump in there. Um, so 20, you can buy as many spots as you want. And so once you uh, get those spots, you do that at our Venmo, which is in the link in the description of this video. Uh, that's the easiest way. Or you can Snapchat, uh, take a screenshot of what's on the the screen now. Just Venmo 25. You can, If you want to buy four spots, that's $100, so on and so forth. At Jonathan-Chapman-2. Now my name's weird. It's J-O-N-A-T-H-O-N-Chapman-2. Um, and you'll see our little logo on there. So, uh, just put Niners in the, the chat. Don't put tickets and raffle, all that stuff. Just put Niners there. And then I'll message you back once you do that, um, with what your spaces are. Then tomorrow live on the show around 10 AM tomorrow, as we always do before we go through all of our, you know, whatever I'll, I'll do the random number generator on here and you'll see it. And whatever number corresponds with whatever, that person gets those two tickets free of charge. VIP, club-level seats, 50-yard line. Um, absolutely a crazy opportunity for somebody. So if you want to participate in that, again, just Venmo. Uh, let us know, and that's in the description of this video um, or audio podcast, whatever. So tomorrow, Friday, that is when we are going to be doing that. Uh, Gray, appreciate the super chat. Uh, it says, I purchased my tickets to the NFC Championship yesterday. That's right. We ain't losing to Green Bay and their wet paper defense. Love the pod. Man, appreciate that, Gray Fox. Love the confidence. And I'll be out there for the NFC Championship as well. Uh, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Machado says, go pack home. You know what's crazy? The Packers have one of the best fan bases in pro sports. Like, I believe that. I go to the draft. I've been to a couple of games against the Packers in my lifetime. They represent well, and they're very knowledgeable fan base. Vivid Seats put out the percent of sales. The Packers account for 3% of ticket sales for the game this weekend. So the Pack don't even have to go home because they ain't coming to this game. I thought it was going to be like an 80-20 split. Nah, it was it was about 85-15% it was about 85, against the Cowboys. We blew them out because it was awesome because you see all the Cowboys leaving at the same time in the first half. Uh, but Packers ain't coming to the game. There'll be Packers fans there. And, like, I respect the Packers. I really, really do. I, I just don't respect that defense. Um, defense I do not respect. Oh, right here. Let's let's see. Uh, Turtle Life. What's up, man? Appreciate the photo there. Cute puppy. He says, I'm a huge Packers fan, um, but I have no belief the Packers are going to walk in there and win. Of course, there's always a chance. Uh, but the Niners are peace. I would say Niners by at least 10, which is what the spread is. 
And there have been a lot of Packers fans that have had this mindset. Um, and speaking of mindsets, here's David Waller, our, our resident Cowboys fan. Appreciate you, brother. He says, I need tickets to the Cowboys game. Where are they? See, that's what I'm talking about, man. David Waller in here talking trash for a full season. And then he's he's tough enough to show up and, uh, you know, respect my friend. Respect my friend. Right here, Seattle says, I went to a playoff game in Green Bay. Legit fan base. Almost feel bad they'll be there Saturday. Almost. I really do like the Packers. I really, really do. Like, I don't hate them. I should hate them for what happened in the Niners. But they also beat the Cowboys a couple times. That, like, kind of evened it out for me. But uh, make no mistake, man. This game, ugh. Uh, yeah, th- this game's going to be interesting. And, you know, I, I want to kind of wrap up the show with this comment, and I appreciate you guys so much. Dave, my man, he says, the culture of our team permeates deep. So many veterans that know how to act and know what to say or not say. That's huge. And, you know, you talk about somebody that probably talks more than anybody in the 49ers locker room. It's Debo. But even in the Eagles thing, like he talked in the offseason, it, it goes back to the old Jordan quote. I, I love Michael Jordan and kind of who I think he's the standard in the NBA. And I don't know if you've ever seen the video clip where he's holding the baseball bat and he's sitting in the locker room and he's like, anybody can talk trash when they're up. It takes a real man to talk trash when you're down. That That's that's something I could respect. And so for Debo, we had what happened in the NFC Championship with the Brock Purdy injury. To go out after that and talk trash after that, right? You talk trash after the loss. Then the Niners showed up dressed for a funeral at that Eagles game, beat them by 23 points in their home. They completely self-destruct. Brock Purdy ain't said anything since. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. So even the guy that is a trash talker on our team, look how he's handled it this year. Oh, man. And yeah, right here, calling Bradbury trash was kind of harsh. But man, he was so freaking right. You find a Philadelphia Eagles fan now, you can't find them. They've gone in hibernation. But if you could find one, ask them what their thoughts on Bradbury are. I promise you they will be much more harsh than Debo was. That's that's just me. Uh, Ty, my man Ty, he's the best. Debo did not talk trash. He spoke the truth. Yeah, you ain't wrong there, man. Ah. Absolutely love it, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Enjoy this week. And just in case you, the Packers fans forget, understand who the Niners are. Packers might forget. They're going to learn. They're going to learn on Saturday, man. And any given Sunday is a real thing. This Niners team's for real. Appreciate you guys. That's going to do it for us here. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.